welcome to Stacking Stones Podcast. Hi there, I'm Pastor Mark, and I'm here today with Austin Finney from Texas. Austin, would you say hello to the audience? Hey, everyone. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're excited to talk with Austin today. If you're new to the podcast, we have one purpose in mind, and that's to give testimony of hearing God and seeing his miracles. And Austin's going to share sometimes when he heard God and, and how that impacted him and his life and some of the challenges around that. But I tell you what, before we get going into your testimonies, Austin, would you mind just giving a little bit about yourself, sharing uh, about you, where you're from, things like that? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I was born in Fort Worth and I grew up in Keller, went to Keller schools pretty much my whole life. Uh, I went to Abilene Christian for college where I met a lot of amazing people that poured into me at a really pivotal time in my life. I felt like that's really where my faith became personal to me and it wasn't kind of just the faith that I grew up in. Um, It's where I met my wife. Um, We've been married for a little over two years now and we're back in Fort Worth just taking life one day at a time. So congratulations, by the way. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Marriage is a good thing. It is. It's a it's a huge blessing for sure. Amen. Amen. So uh I t- so I tell you what, where would you like to begin? Um, what would you like to share? Yeah, I will I'll start um back in high school. I feel like that's probably the best um story to start with so i remember uh i would say it was probably my junior year of high school when my family and i grew up in a baptist church in hearst and we felt like my mom really felt like the lord was calling us to go to gateway where my grandmother was and i remember going to gateway um and i remember i think it was before a night of worship that they had or something and they were playing a video of a guy named Todd White and Todd White, if you don't know who that is, is um, somebody that did not grow up a Christian. Uh, He was a drug addict for over 20 years of his life. He got shot at in a drug deal and had an encounter with Jesus and is now an evangelist. And I was just kind of like struck by his story because it was so unique. And after a while, um, I remember watching the video that he had um, playing in like the auditorium and he was at like this heavy metal concert call. It was like corn, I think was the band. And he was praying for people at this concert. That was like a very secular outing, like probably really uncomfortable to do that. Uh, And he was just praying for people to come to know Jesus. And he was also praying for people that had, like really specific injuries or, um, you know, things that God placed on his heart for this person. And naturally I was kind of skeptical because like I said, this is when my faith really started to become real to me. Um, So I had just a lot of questions of like, is this legit? Like, is this him just kind of like doing this for show? But I think I could just see the genuineness in the video and it just like, it struck something in my heart where I was like, man, like that would be so cool to have that as a spiritual gift of just being able to speak to somebody so personally, um, but in a way that God can really only move through something that he could tell you. It's not anything that you could just come up with in your mind, if that makes sense. So yeah, that was probably like the, where I really wanted to start. And 
I remember after seeing that and leaving church, I just kind of began to like ask the Lord, I think just like, if you want to do that with me, that's cool. Like I, I'm all for it. Like I'm fired up and, uh, we're going to open your heart up to the possibility. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It did. So I remember, um, there was a very specific time I was in college and me and a lot of friends went down to Waco to see ACU play Baylor, uh, during football season. And I remember very specifically, we were just kind of like in stadium seating, um, in the stadium at the game. And I kind of just like turned around and I felt like God, like just brought my attention to this lady behind me. And I was like, oh gosh, like this is, this is kind of uncomfortable because my biggest thing was like, I want to be obedient, but I don't want to like draw attention to myself by stepping out. If that makes sense. Like I didn't want it to be about me. So I kind of like quietly got up from my seat and she was a few rows behind me. And I went up to her and I just said, Hey, like, I feel like the Lord laid you in my heart and I want you to know that he loves you. And I just asked like, is there anything specific that I can pray for you about? And I remember her saying that she had just started a new business and things were pretty rocky. And I'm sure, I mean, starting a new business is hard for anybody. Right. And I remember praying for her or as I was about to pray for her, somebody, I think it was in the row above her. might've been a family member or so was like, Hey, you need to pray for her neck. And I was like in the middle of the conversation with her. And then I kind of heard it like just behind me. So I didn't really like take it in, but I remember hearing that. So I prayed for her. I didn't pray for her neck, but I remember praying for her and just for peace and that, you know, the Lord would continue to show her how much he loves her. Mm. Um, so then I just, she thanked me. And then I just went back down to my seat and I was like, okay, like, that's cool. Lord, like, thank you for letting me do that. And then I really can't remember how much time passed, but it felt like it was towards the end of the game. And I remember she came down to my seat after the game was over and she just said, Hey, I really appreciate um, your obedience in coming and praying for me. And she said, I didn't tell you this, but before the game, like I couldn't even move my neck like side to side. Like it was, I don't know what she had going on, if it was pre-existing or what. Um, but she said she couldn't even move it. And she said, after you prayed for me, before you even sat back down in your seat, like I could move my neck like with full range of motion. And that was nothing that I could have done before. And I just kind of remember being like, like shocked because I was like, I didn't <laughs> even pray for that. Like that is, that is crazy. And like, I don't really remember what I said, but I just remember being so moved by the fact that God did that. And I didn't even like acknowledge it or pray for it. And I was just like, that was kind of like a pivotal point for me of like, wow, like this is real. Like there are people that need prayer and there are really specific times that God can move. So that was like one of the main times that I felt like just blown away that God used me a very imperfect person full of lots of things that I wish were different about myself. And he, just like he did in the Bible, he uses broken people for his glory. And yeah, what I had to do was just be obedient. I feel like that's a big part of the, the Bible is yeah. God moving in all sorts of broken 
lot of people. So I, I feel like that's absolutely a beautiful testimony in and of itself. So let me ask you this. So about that the specific thing about the the game. Um, when you described, I, I felt like there was like a, a person behind me. Did had you seen the person before? Did you um, was it like a voice that you were hearing? Did you have some sort of like physical impression or I, I probably need to turn around. I mean, can you describe that a little bit more for myself and the listeners? <clears throat> yeah, I would be happy to. It that wasn't really a specific um vision. It was I'll preface with this, like whenever I grew up hearing people like, oh I heard I heard God tell me this. I heard God say this. Like I was in my quiet time and God spoke to me so clearly. I was like I kind of got frustrated because I was like, I don't hear that. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm seeking God. I'm, I'm, I'm spending time in his word. Like I want to be close to him, but like, I don't hear like an audible voice. And I think it was just something that developed over time. But for me, it's, it's like an impression. Like, you know, when you just have like a gut feeling about something, like mm -hmm. you see somebody in need and it's like, I have to act right now. Like I know that I need to drop everything and I need to do this. It's, it's kind of like that sensation. It's like, I feel it like in my heart, I kind of get kind of like nervous in a way. Sometimes it's not like a specific saying, like I want you to go pray for this person about this specific item. Sometimes it's just, I'm in the grocery store and it's, I want you to tell that person that I love them. And that right, I but on that one, but that one in the football game, you had an impression to turn around. And then when you turned around, then you knew who it was to pray for. Like, would you mind yeah. describing that? Yes. That yes. A little bit for us? I think it was, I think I just turned around. I don't know why I turned around, but when I did, like the Lord brought my gaze specifically to that person. And as soon as I saw her, I knew like in my heart, he wants me to go pray for her. And like I said, wow. it's just, it's kind of like a gut feeling it wasn't like a yeah. like an audible voice in my head sure well I, I the reason i'm asking is because what what i've discovered over the years is that when when people talk about hearing god or hearing from god many times it's they're describing god communicating to them in a way that they have understanding but it may not be actually, you know, the audible hearing of God. Like, yeah. so you just had, you had an impression, you felt something, um, someone spoke to you physically, like, like we've had folks on the show where, you know, God spoke to them through a family member. Mm -hmm. So, okay. so I always like to ask like exactly, you know, what happened for you because God is, uh, clearly communicates with us. Mm -hmm. And um, well, let me rephrase it. I believe that God clearly communicates to us and with us, and I've experienced it. Yet it's not always when I say hearing, it's not always hearing the audible voice of God. So I love to listen and ask folks exactly how did you know that was God? And so you believe that was God giving you that impression. You went up and prayed for her. Out of obedience, I, I I humbly appreciate that that you were obedient, and then how beautiful that mm -hmm. she was healed. 
And I think that's part of what's um, really beautiful about that testimony is that God knew what she needed. And, and, you know, sometimes we touch someone's shoulder to pray for it. And next thing you know, their, their elbow is healed and, yeah. you know, it's a, or their yeah. knee. And it's like, he's just asking for us to be obedient. Definitely. Would you do your part? Yeah. And so I love that testimony. I think you were started. Did you, I think you had something else you wanted to share too, right? Like as you, yeah. Tell, yeah. Tell I had, more about that. I had, I had two more times that I felt like God brought to my attention. I'll start um, with the next one and then wrap up with the last story. Um, the next time it was the same year. It was my junior year of college and I was at the grocery store one. I guess it was just during the week. I don't really remember, but I remember getting groceries and I was going through like the produce aisle and the same kind of thing happened where God brought my attention to this individual that was like stocking produce that worked there. And I want to add, like when you feel the impression, sometimes it's just a really strong sense of like compassion. And I feel like that, like, since we are in the Lord and the Lord is in us, we can feel what God feels towards people, especially the love that he feels to them. And I just felt moved. And I, the more that I just kind of sat there and I was like, okay, Lord, like, what do you want me to do? I felt like he very specifically told me, I want you to go pray for his back. And I was like, oh man, like just started like in my head. I'm like, man, like what if he doesn't have back pain? What if this doesn't work? Like all of these things. And I'm just like trying to talk myself out of it. Cause I'm like, I don't want somebody to see me. I don't want to make this about me. And like one of the themes that like, I constantly have to remind myself of is like, it's not about me. It does not matter how people react. All that matters is that I am obedient to the Lord in this moment, no matter how uncomfortable it is. So I went up to him. I, I wish I could remember his name. I don't. Um, but I remember I just, I, you know, I said, hey, this is random, but I felt, I felt like the Lord wanted me to ask if I could pray for your back. Like, do you have any back pain? And he was kind of like, if I remember correctly, he was kind of caught off guard. I mean, I would be too, if somebody approached me, he's like, Hey, can I pray for your back? Like I heard God tell me that your back's hurting. Um, and he was receptive and he was like, yeah, sure. We can pray. So I just, I didn't pray anything special. I just prayed a special prayer. I prayed that in the name of Jesus, his back pain would go and that he'd be healed. And then we just, you know, we're like, I was like, you know, thanks for letting me pray for you. Like, I hope you have a blessed day. And then I just kind of went on my way. And I remember I was like all the way across the grocery store at this point. Like I was getting the last of my items and I was about to leave. And then he like comes out of the back and he like comes to find me. And at first I'm like, Oh no, what did I do? Like I was kind of scared when he was walking towards me and uh, he was like, it worked. I'm like, what? He's like, it worked. Like my back is healed. Like the pain's gone. And he's like, bending down and touching his toes. He's just like jumping around. Like he's so happy. And like, that was another time that I was just like, Lord, like why me? Like I am so broken. There's so many things that I struggle with that I wish that were different about me. Like, why are you using me? And all it boils down to is just being obedient. Like God is the one that gives you clean hands and a pure heart. And like all that he asked was just go pray for this guy and 
little did I know what he was going to do like 10 minutes later. And I just remember like in that moment, those are the times that I have to remind myself when God calls me to be obedient, this could have been something that he's been dealing with for years. Like long, I've heard stories of people that have had pain for decades and somebody prayed for them and they were healed. Um, Like my mom, my mom came on this podcast a few months ago and a lady or a man at gateway prayed for my mom and she got healed of arthritis that she had in her body for 17 years. And our life is our entire family's life has been changed by that one person's obedience. And again, that was just a time that I was just so humbled. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, well, maybe that guy with the back will, uh, we'll hear this. Maybe that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. So, 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 um, want to dig into that a little bit if you don't mind no so absolutely. he comes around the corner he's coming towards you describe that feeling for us one more time uh it, it was just kind of like a whirlwind it was like i think i was nervous i i just kind of like after that i was like okay like just gonna go back about my business and he just came up and i was kind of scared because i was like I don't know if I upset him. I don't know if it was something that I said that he didn't believe. Yeah. Maybe it got worse after I prayed for him. Like I had no idea what he was about to say truly. Right. And then right. like, as soon as he testified to God's faithfulness, I was just like, like I said, I was just so humbled. I was like, I cannot believe yeah. that God chose to use me in that moment. And it was just, it was, like I said, it was humbling. It was just like, you could feel the joy of the Lord through his expression, just his gratitude. And it was nothing that I did. Right. It was, was not me that healed yeah. him. It was not my work right. that healed him. It was yeah. God saying, I just need you to step out and let me work. And he did. And he moved in a really, really tangible way, which is really cool. So when you heard pray for that guy's back, like, was that like an audible voice? Did you have the same? Was it more of an impression for you? Was it a, you know, you're, you're grocery shopping mm-hmm. and do you get a thought? Did you see the fir- person first or did, was it like, Hey, go to the, this aisle and you'll see this man. Like, do you remember what, what happened in that, that very first moment? Cause I get that you're obedient, yeah. but there, but, but to me, there's a moment of, I believe this is God before we actually choose to be obedient to that voice. Right. Definitely. So I'm just curious if we could, do you mind or do you remember what that was like? Yeah, I, that's a great question. Um, lots of times it feels like it's when I hear something, it just feels like a thought, like it feels like it's my voice in my head. And that's where I think a lot of doubt comes in for me sometimes. And especially if, if you're new to hearing the Lord or just like being willing to just be obedient and step out, it's really easy to just kind of psych yourself out and be like, that's my voice. Like, I'm just making that up. Like I'm making that up. There's no way, like my brain just came up with that. No shot. And that time it just felt like the same kind of like impression, like just the feeling in my heart of like, I knew I needed to pray for him, but like, was that really my voice or was that God's voice telling me? And I just kind of had to trust it. I was like, you know what? Like, 
Worst case scenario, I go pray for this guy. If he doesn't have back pain, that's completely fine. But at least I get to interact with him and pray for him, which is really cool too. So sometimes it's ah, it's an impression. Is, sometimes it's a voice. That is such a great posture. You know, worst case scenario, I've prayed for someone, mm-hmm. and um, I mean that that's that's I like that. I like that. Um, you've thought of worst case scenario in a moment like that, you know? Mm, yeah. And so, um, okay. Say so that was my voice, my thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that that's the worst case scenario. It's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate One thing how that you I... have processed that and, and gave yourself permission to step out in faith. You mm-hmm. believe it's God. Yeah. But even if it's not, you're like, hey, praying for someone can be a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I there are times I love your where. Posture. Thank you, thank you. There are times that I feel intimidated, and I don't like that's that was like best case scenario in that situation. But there have been times where I step out, and I've had a reaction, or somebody gets really bitter, irritated, like I don't want to hear that. Get away from me. And like, at first you're like, like, God, why would you put me in this, in front of a person that was just going to treat me like that? But it's like, you have no idea what people have gone through in their life. I don't remember if this, somebody shared this with me or if I just, God brought it to my attention in my quiet time, but it's in Isaiah 55. And it says, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God does not return void, but it accomplishes the purpose for which it was sent. And I, so many times that I'm like, I don't want to do this. This is uncomfortable. Like it's still uncomfortable to this day. I tell myself that I'm like, no matter how this person reacts, no matter what happens, I know God's right behind me. He's going to help me, but his purpose was accomplished. Like the seed was planted. There's nothing that can stop the seed from being planted in that person's heart. And like the stories that I share today are awesome times where I saw the fruit of Seeds that people had planted years in the past, and I happen to be the one that harvested it. But lots of times I'm planting or I'm watering, or there's times where it's just, it's random. It's very just like out of the blue. I can be not even thinking about it. And somebody crosses me in the grocery store and it's just like impression, pray for that person or just encourage that person. But there's lots of times where you're not going to see the fruit of that and you're not going to see you know, the great reaction, but you remind yourself in those times of like, when you've really seen God's faithfulness and you've seen him move and you've seen like, you know, no matter what happens, the seed is planted and he just kind of surprises you. Like in, in the times that you least expected, that's when he really kind of shows you, you know, this is what obedience looks like. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful, beautiful. So um, there was one more that I remember that you had talked about, and I think you were driving through, you know, hill country or someplace in, yeah. in the middle of the state of Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was kind of cool. <laughs> Would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah. This one was very random, but I, I wanted to share it because I just wanted to share how like out of the blue it was. I was driving to a, um, a friend's lake house in Brownwood and 
I was driving from Abilene, so it was a short drive, but there was a really small town. I think it was called like Rising Star. It was like one of the cut throughs. You go through there and then go to Brownwood. Like you can't miss it. And it was another one of those times where I was like, this is my brain just making stuff up right now. Um, and I heard that I want you to stop at this gas station in Rising Star and I want you to pray for the cash register's back, the lady at the cash register's back. And I'm like, again, I made that up. Like, that's way too specific. Like, I'm just thinking about my drive. I'm thinking about, I just saw the Rising Star sign. I just, that my brain came up with that. Are you and, driving alone with someone with you? Yeah, no, I was alone. Okay. So I'm I'm driving through and I was like, I have nothing to lose. Nobody's with me. Nobody, if this is really awkward, like nobody's going to know about it. I'm just going to do it. So I, I stopped and I walked in and I think, I think, so I, I do remember this. I walked in and I was like, if it's not a lady at the cash register, like God said, I'm not going to do it. Cause then it's mine walked in. Sure enough. There's a lady at the cash register. So I'm like, all right. So I went in, I used the restroom and then I came out and I just went up to her. I'm like, this is super random, but I'm driving through town and God very clearly told me to stop and ask if I could pray for your back. And she said, she's like, yes, I do have back pain. And if I remember correctly, sometimes the details get really fuzzy, but I do remember her like confirming like, yes, I do have back pain. Like it's been bothering me. And I prayed for her and I don't remember if I asked like, Oh, does it feel any better? Like lots of times I don't like put pressure on the person. Like, do you feel any different? Let's keep praying until you feel different. It's just, I want to be obedient. And if I really feel led to like keep praying, then I will. Uh, I don't really think I have done that, but I was just like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to pray. And she was receptive. And then I just went on my way. But I was like, that was another time where I felt like it was my voice. And I walked in hoping that it wasn't going to be the case. And it was the lady at the cash register that God told me about maybe 30 minutes before that. And Again, I was just humbled. oh wow. So so it was Crazy. you. You were pondering that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man, like I really need to do this. Like thinking about it for that entire way until I got into town. You know, I'm not sure why that that um, is sticking with me. But the other moments seem to be in the moment. But now you have 30 minutes. Yeah, to, yeah. You know, wrestle with. Um, is it me? Is it God? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes um, that time is uh, can kind of be a tough one. One thing I noticed when uh, talking to uh, you know so many believers about hearing God or hearing from God or God speaking to them or communicating with them, it seems like doubt is one of the first things that comes mm-hmm. that um, yet we want to believe and it's it's sometimes hard and i and it reminds me of that place in um scripture where the man is the man says to jesus i believe help me with my unbelief so he mm-hmm. it's like we are we're like that sometimes especially when we hear from god like i believe but i still have a part of my heart or even my thoughts that is in a posture of doubt and so um, it seems common, at mm-hmm. least um, when you're when it's when you're in it. 
And so I just, I I just think it's fascinating. You had like a whole 30 minutes to, (laughs) yeah. Am I going to be obedient? Is this a shot? Yeah. So definitely. um, And I, what I notice, even in what you've shared, if I can comment that, um, the, the doubt is circles around us. It's circled around you. Like, what are people going to think of me? Is this Mm going to be embarrassing? Is, are other people going to see me? So it's, it's fascinating how some of that tension of, of doubt or worry or anxiety in that moment really is turned back to ourselves. If that person's not there, are they going to be mad mm-hmm. at me? Are they going to? And so it's it's like we almost get in the way sometimes of our Absolutely. own obedience to the Lord. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was so interesting to hear you share about that. That's pretty amazing. I'm excited to hear. Um, how those those iterations? I I, I want to circle back if you don't mind that. Um, sure. I love that someone else testifying, or even I think you saw some video footage of uh, of Todd White, like like that was that was an impetus to your level of belief going up, and you thought to yourself, "Wow, is it possible? Wow, that looked really sincere." And so your own, now don't, I mean, I heard you also say you're a skeptical, yet you said, you know, God, if that's a thing, that's kind of cool. And you, you could, I'm available. That's kind of what mm-hmm. you said. To him. Yeah. And yeah. me personally, I had the exact same experience. It was someone else's walk with the Lord that was walking and talking with God. And my first response was, there's no way like whatever you know that that guy's crazy but the more i got to know him and here all of a sudden i went from there's no way yeah i'm I'm, you know super skeptical to a posture of wow what would that be like yeah yeah what would that be like to live like that wow and i just started kind of like there's this almost like dreaming, little enthusiastically dreaming of having a relationship with God that could be like like that. Yeah. And wow, God. Like, wow. You know what I mean? So sometimes, so my heart um, and purpose and 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 even doing this podcast is hoping that some folks might actually have those moments listening to you, listening to some of the other folks that have given their testimony of God moving and speaking and communicating to them, my hope and pray is that there could be someone, even if it's just one person, that started to consider, hmm, Mm -hmm. I wonder if that could be for me. I wonder if God would talk to me. I wonder if he would move through me and I'd get to be a part of moments like that, praying for people's backs or... Mm-hmm. seeing people get healed or just hearing from God. And it, so the, the, the hope and what you're sharing today and my enthusiasm for having you on and, and interviewing you and, and like, ugh, it's so exciting because mm-hmm. it started with you seeing someone else like, Hmm. That is interesting. But your first response was doubt, skepticism. And then you said, hey, God, mm, that's possible. 
mm-hmm. you know, I would like that. Yeah, definitely. Right. And little by little, he, he's, he's honored your, your heart, your the desire you have. He's moved and shown you that, that he's real in a deep, deep, powerful way. And you're at a different place probably today than you were when you watched the video, I think you saw mm-hmm. about Todd White. And um, by the way, I think I was at that same uh, showing. So that's, that's I, awesome. I, I, small I, world. I know. It was like I was there in the audience with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so I just want to say thank you. Um, that was really fun to hear. How God's moving in your life and how how it began, and maybe your your path as a believer and uh, your walk with the Lord, and how you're you're doing, you're open to be um, obedient when He speaks or gives you an impression, so to speak. So, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so excited, grateful that you came on the show, Austin. Um, super grateful that you came today. Um, I think it's a good stopping point. I uh, just want to say thank you to the listeners. Um, we have many more where this has come from. So uh, we just bless you and say thank you so much. Have a great day. Take care from Stacking Stones Podcast. If you would like to give a testimony of hearing God or seeing a miracle, we would love to hear from you. We invite you to pray and ask the Lord if this is a time for you to share that testimony. And if it is, we would love to hear from you. Uh, please email us. Our email is info at stackingstones.life. Info at stackingstones.life. We just pray that the testimony of Jesus will encourage you to pursue him even more. God bless you.